Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So I was on the way here, Matt O'Kine, all right, oh, yep. stopped at some traffic lights, mm-hmm. right? In front of me, dude stopped, yep. gets out of the car. What? Out of his running vehicle. Okay. Walks around the bonnet, onto the footpath, puts his empty coffee cup in the bin that was on the footpath, walks Kidding. back into his car, <laughs> traffic lights turn green and we drive off. You're, you're jerking me. How about that, that? I respect that a lot because I tell you, I've got one of the cleanest cars going around. You might not think that I've got a clean car, but I never, never leave a cup, a mm. wrapper, a, you know, sausage roll flakes, none of it. I mean, you would suspect someone who drives a van with Hessian Turk curtains to have an absolute <laughs> pigsty at the back of that thing. But you're right. You keep it. You keep the mattress spotless. <laughs> All right. That is an old reference to an incident that happened on the radio five years ago when we were filming a documentary about our... Mornings, and the filmmakers said, oh, we can't actually all fit in your car, Matt. Can we all just pretend that you drive the van to work? And I said, but then people will think I drive a van. Well, anyway. <laughs> and then that morning after the documentary airs, first text, oi, why do you drive a van to work, Matt? God damn it. Uh, well, anyway, that's all fault. Matt drives a van. That's all you need to know. Now, um, so that was pretty, because I've seen people throw empty coffee cups on the ground, the bastards. Yeah. So to see absolutely. someone actually put it in the bin, I mean, that's that's good stuff. So kudos to you. And kudos to you for listening to All Day Breakfast this morning. We've got a really great show uh, to give you. We've got an interview with Veronica's coming up later on. Yeah. The Power well, I mean, Twins. I would say uh, one of Australia's, you know, the second best duo behind Matt and Alex, uh, Lisa and Jess from the Veronica's will be joining us. We're also going to be, um, uh, well, it's World Emoji Day. That's exciting. That's huge. And up next, Matt O'Kide, a life moment of mine has been made. Okay. I haven't been this excited for a podcast for a very long time. We're about to find out why up next. Uh, you are with Matt and Alex. This so is All Day just, Breakfast. Sorry, I'm just going to throw my coffee cup away. Hold on. <laughs> Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, we heard late last week that Mr. Harry Styles was helping the world out by lending his voice to a uh, an app which provides calm stories for you to, you know, Really chill out a little bit, soothe the soul, go to bed, have a listen, and people were very excited. And the and the first uh, the first audio has been leaked from it. This is Harry Styles uh, just soothing us all. Hello, I'm Harry Styles, and tonight I'm going to help you drift off to sleep. As you focus on the darkness, God damn. right before your eyes. That is like as if my headphones have been dipped in honey and wrapped in dream-scented marshmallows. I mean, it's jaw-dropping, old Harry helping us out there. I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what's dropping, my eyelids, because I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Sorry, jaw calming and eyelid dropping. <laughs> That's huge. I mean, we, it was always going to be tough to, you know, compete with Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Well, hello there. <laughs> I'm Matthew McConaughey, and tonight I'll be reading a special sleep story called Wonder. Oh, man. 
<laughs> it gets me every time. Just, <laughs> just that opening line. Well, hello there. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Uh, so, <laughs> so you've got that in the world. And we were wondering, you know, who, who else could we get to read it? We got Dave Hughes to read a, a bedtime story to help you go to sleep as well. We thought Darren Lockyer would make a great uh, narrator for a bedtime tale. And there was someone else, Matt, who I was extremely keen to get involved in this project. You talk about nighttime, you know, bedtime sort of stories, and you were shooting for the stars on this one. And there was only one man that came to mind, one man who often lets his size do the talking, or yet sometimes lets his size do the yelling. And I would like to present to you now an exclusive for Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast, and that is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star... As read by Fat Man Scoop. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Oh! <laughs> I love now, that last bit. Just in case you were just about to fall asleep, he's like, yo! Fat now, Man! Can I tell you, that's I do enjoy doing a fat man scoop in whichever context that I can get away with it in. I did not do that is actually fat man scoop reading a nursery rhyme for us. So you're welcome, sleepers of Australia. Fat man scoop has got you sorted. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high. Like a diamond in the sky. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it. Goodness me. Um, you you were complaining yesterday about trying to get your daughter off to sleep, Matt. You reckon the, the fat man can help you out? I can only, um, you know what, I'm going to try. I'm that desperate. <laughs> if the fat man can't do it, no one can, honestly. Beautiful. All right, there you go. You're welcome, Australia. Good all day breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Now I feel a buzz. Matt O'Kine, I know you're celebrating here on a Friday, and as many Fridays we've had in the past, it is a massive world day today, and I think it's one that everyone can get around and give a big thumbs up to. It's World Emoji Day. Absolutely. I am doing the crying, smiling face right now uh, with excitement. Got the little party hat on, doing the whole... Thing, uh, streamers flying out on either side of me. I'm clapping my hands in the All right. air. Let's celebrate. Get your phone out. Get on your keyboard. Get into your emojis, Matt. What is your most frequently used top Ooh. left corner? What is your number oh. one, my friends? Be honest. Well, thumbs up is the most recent one I've done. I'll tell you what, the, sw- the swearing angry face I use quite a lot. Uh, you do. Um, you say that, you say that to me all the time, actually. Yeah. But I give well, you a little bit because... of ribbon online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a go at me for ordering ordering my sushi after our meeting yesterday. Yeah, you. well, every time. <laughs> like, we're trying to say, all right, what's on the show today? And you hear Matt, uh, you can I get the uh, beef and black bean, please, <laughs> with a side of... You're like, mate, it's either that or your daughter. I mean, get up. mine's the just normal smiling face. Then i got a thumbs up. Then I've got the um, the face mask. 
I mean, very topical emoji oh, at the moment. Oh, yeah, that's red hot at the moment. Um, so it is World Emoji Day. Happy World Emoji Day to you. Um, we do. I, I'm a big. I didn't. I didn't think I'd like emojis at the beginning. I thought yeah. they were lame. I thought I rolled my eyes at them, and now I use the rolling eye emoji quite a lot. <laughs> so. Uh, it just goes to show that people change and we all evolve. Exactly. And uh, so we're going to, uh, well, you thought, what a better way to celebrate World Emoji Day than with an emoji quiz, okay? We want to learn more about them via way of a quiz and we have a contestant on the line. Hello, Rachel from Melbourne. G'day, Alex. G'day, Matt. How are you going? So oh, good, Rachel. What about you? Great. You are leaving your house for essential reasons only recently? Yeah, literally just in the living room. So, Fair um, enough. yeah, repping the Melbourne life. What's is- your favourite emoji, Rach? Oh, good question. I like the monkey with, like, the hand over its mouth when you say oh, something a bit, like, yes. risque. Oh, a yeah. little cheeky monkey. What, what does that accompany usually in your uh, in your little online dialogue? Uh, just, like, instead of being healthy, what if we got burgers for dinner tonight? Did I just oh, say that? A bit of fries and thick shakes on the side. Like. I love that. I might start using that, Rach. Good work. Uh, we're our first caller. This quiz has five questions and it's run and gun, okay? All you need to do is uh, try and make it to the end. So you get a correct answer, you progress, you get one incorrect, you drop off. Are you ready for this? Not a big emoji user, but I'll give it my best. Okay, well, right. let's see how Rachel from Melbourne fares. <laughs> Kind emoji quiz number one. Rachel, the word emoji was added to the Oxford Dictionary in which year? 2011, 2013, 2015. Well, my gut feeling was like 2012, so I'm going to have to go for like 2011 because it's the closest one. <gasps> oh, it's 2012. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, it was it was so popular in 2012. You were right that it took a little while for them to get it added in. So oh, in the August. old fuddy duddies at the bloody Oxford Dictionary. Um, August, always late little, to the piece. Here's a little uh, side note. Thanks to LiveWire.com uh, website. The plural of emoji is emoji, not emojis. <laughs> There you go. Thanks, Rachel. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. You too. Which brings us to our next contestant, Jaden from Northern New South Wales. How you going, Jaden? Hey, boys. I'm going well. You? Yeah, good. good, Thanks, Jaden. I'll be going better if you get this right, mate. Um, First question to you. Okay. Name this band. Jaden, name this band. All right. So we've got a little water pistol emoji and then a flower emoji. Uh, Guns and Roses. That's correct, Jaden. Oh. Well done, mate. Well done. Very good. Very good, Jaden. You know it know it very well. What's your uh, go-to emoji usually? I'm I'm a stickler for just a thumbs up or a tick. I'm okay. A, I'm a lit- and so a good tick. A tick? That's, that's a good, oh, good. No, that's go that. not, mate. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> what would you recommend instead of a tick, <laughs> Matt? A bit of 100, you know, the underlined 100s. Like, yeah, mate, with your 100% or like, you know, some fire. Like, yep, sounds good. That's fire. Anyways, look, you do you, Jaden. <laughs> hey, uh, next, <laughs> next question. Um, all right. So a whole bunch of emojis got released this year um, in February, I believe it was, uh, that came to iPhone and uh, Android. All right. Which one of these is not one of the new emojis? Okay. A polar bear, a carpentry saw, a sausage roll with sauce. Uh, Not the sausage roll. Oh, that is correct. 
The man is a king at the emojis. You're doing I, very I, well there, Jane. Uh, Matt O'Kai trying to teach you how to emoji. I think you've got it down, mate. <laughs> well, I'm still annoyed that there's no sausage roll. I'm also annoyed that there's no there's no sausage sizzle. All right? If they think they can just give us a hot dog and that's enough, it's not. I want the sausage sizzle in there. Okay, Jaden. In the 2017 emoji movie, all right, James Corden plays the high five emoji. Maya Rudolph plays the smiley emoji. Who plays the poop emoji? Oh, We're going to give him some options? No. Give us a couple options, Matt. Come on. Not a multiple choice? I reckon multiple choice rather than any actor in the world could oh, be good. No. You gave a multiple choice for years. Here, I'll give you. Oh, here, I'll, I'll give you a choice. Here, here's an emoji. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> it's the, it's the, I'm giving you the finger emoji. The finger emoji. All right, I'll okay, give you a fine. choice. Is Wait, it? No, no, no. I'll give you. I'll give you a choice. All right. Was it T.J. Miller? Was it Christina Aguilera? Was it Patrick Stewart? Oh, I guess I'll go Patrick Stewart. Oh, the man's got it! The oh, man has gee, it! You might as well have handed it to him. Jeepers, creepers. All right, well done, Jaden. you got one more to go to take it out. We've got oh. three other people on the line here who are, okay. who are begging for you to fail, mate. And so we won't reveal the correct answer if you do get it wrong, so the people following you get a chance. But, uh, Jaden, here it is, question number five. Name this movie. <clears throat> Several dilapidated house emojis, a dog, a smiley sunglasses man, and a bag of money. Several dilapidated oh. houses. Yeah. A dog. And then a smiley sunglasses man and a bag of money. The Wolf of Wall Street? <gasps> Do you know what? That is close, but it's no cigar, oh, Jaden. I thought I'm that was so it. sorry. No, I it's thought not that it. was it. I thought he had it. No, no. Are you telling me it doesn't? It's so close. If there was like fancy buildings, maybe I would have oh, said that. Oh my or goodness! Or if the dog was beginning. But think about this. Oh, oh look, Jaden, I'm well, so Jayden, sorry, mate. You, went, you, you got so close. Did all the hard work, and we got to the end. I'm so sorry, Jaden. We will catch you later. Bye, waving emoji. Uh, Emily, um, the waving emoji, but for hello, uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. You heard the question there. We got some dilapidated houses. We got a dog. We got a cool man with sunnies, and we have a bag of money. What does that represent as a film title? Uh, I have a very confused face this whole time trying to think about what it was. Got the finger under the fingers under the chin. I'm going to give you a clue. Movie came out in 2008. So kind of you, Matt. One of the biggest <laughs> films of 2008. Nominated for 10 Academy Awards in 2009, and it won eight, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Several Dilapidated Houses, A Dog... You say it like it's so obvious. (laughs) Then a man, like a happy man with sunglasses and a big bag of money. Really oh, we got five okay, seconds Okay, sorry, here. Emily. We're going to have to time you out on that one. <laughs> Thank you for jumping in. We've also got Sean from Robe in South Australia. Hello, Sean. G'day, boys. How's it going? Oh, I am confused because I don't know what the hell this film is. You don't, know, houses. you don't know, Alex? I don't know what this is. Cool All man right, with studies. Go, Sean, do you and know what it is? What was the uh, explanation again? Sorry. Oh! So... <laughs> So, several dilapidated houses, a dog, 
A smiley sunglasses man and a bag of money. This is the worst emoji day ever. <laughs> is that is that iRobot? No, it's not iRobot. <laughs> Matt, we're going to run out of callers here. We're on a podcast. It's a lot harder to get them on the line. But uh, hello, Rika from uh, Sydney. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Pretty Good, well, thank you. although I'm sick of saying a few de- dilapidated houses. Dog. Uh, cool Bear with Sides, A Bag of Money. What is the Oscar-winning movie from 2008? In emojis. 2008. Uh, no, no, you're Googling. I can hear you Google. <laughs> That's it. Cut the music. Get off. You're off. Ta-ta. What was it? Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, dilapidated houses, slums, the dogs. Dog, the man cool with man, the money. Millionaire. With the- you know what we're going to have to do? I think we're going to have to call back Jaden and give him the victory because you've just timed out every caller we have, Matt. Look, I thought that I thought I was... We gave you so many clues, and I'm telling you, it won the best picture in 2009. Also, though, Matt, this is radio, and we're not actually looking at emojis. It's all <laughs> in your description of them, okay? I don't know if we thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Jaden back on the line, please? I thought it was Wolf of Wall Street as well. Okay. Because the housing bubble crash. Oh, well, I wasn't wolf. going into the whole economics crisis. <laughs> But I thought that Slumdog Millionaire would be a, a good emoji movie, you know, well, to we've explain. Got, we've got Jaden back on the line. Jaden, hello. What's up, boys? What's up? You're a winner. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt O'Kine with the worst final quiz question of all time. <laughs> hey, I know there are people listening. I know if you're listening right now, you can get get on Instagram, back me up, slide into our message. You know. You knew, you know. Um, Matt dogged me, was he? Yeah, no, he was. Well. Uh, Slumdoggy, to be precise. Uh, Slumdog millionaire was what he was trying to represent by the dilapidated houses, the dog, the um, cool man, and the money. I thought I was with you. I was thinking Wolf of Wall Street with the housing bubble crash. But um, good thing is you got most of the question. Actually, you were the only person to get a question right in the whole quiz, yeah. Jaden. So you were easily the winner. So thank you very much for joining Thanks, us on this one. All good. What do we? What do you get again? We'll um, <laughs> we'll send you some <laughs> some free emojis. We'll text them through to you, mate. You're totally fine. Um, but th- you must be very excited. What emoji sums up how you're feeling right now? Oh, just the crying at the moment. So the tears down the face. Yeah, no, that's fair <laughs> enough, mate. Happy World Emoji Day to you. We'll catch you next time. You're a winner. And uh, Matt O'Kine, you're never hosting a quiz again. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. And now we cross to Dap Boy Gregory Salafingers for a meme market update. Thank you very much, Matt O'Kine. It is Dat Boy Gregory Salafingers with your meme market update. I'm here at the NASDAQ floor currently, uh, or am I? The whole building could in fact be cake. At least that's what thousands of memers are saying after a video has gone viral showing realistic everyday items that turned out to actually be a delicious baked good in disguise. Toilet roll? Cake. Crocs shoes? Cake. Chopping board full of barbecued goods? Also cake. Seems there's no limits to this baker's talents and that means profits. Uh, Investors are reaping plenty from the meme, which appears to have no limits on profits either. At Andrew Nadal, reaping over 450,000 likes for his tweet. 
The year is 2030. Bakery art is so realistic, literally anything could be cake. The uncertainty has gripped the world in fear. I go to hug my wife for comfort. She is cake. Even Aussie rapper Illy seems to have jumped on the trend, captioning his latest Instagram picture with, My little baby Loose Ends featuring G-Flip is ready for its world premiere tomorrow at 4.30 on Triple J. Tune in! Asterix. That is, of course, assuming it is not actually cake. (laughs) So uh, will the candles be blown out on this trend or will there be plenty of slices to go around? Only time will tell. Now over to the meme monolith, which is the Trump administration and senior White House advisor and daughter-in-chief Ivanka Trump has come under fire this week for tweeting a posed photo of herself holding a can of Goya-branded beans with the caption, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Si es Goya, tien que ser bueno. The photo, which appears to be a blatant breach of US government ethics laws, was quickly made into a spicy template and the rewards investors are reaping are in a word, bueno. At Scalanch posted a photoshopped Hardy Boys novel entitled The Mysterious Case of the Narcissist's Unqualified Daughter and saw his stocks rise. Democratic Senator Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez retweeted, C.S. Trump, TNK Sir Corrupto. And writer and columnist <laughs> at Parker Malloy simply changed Goya's product placement into a blank jar that read 138,000 dead Americans, pointing out that the chief White House advisor might be best to focus her attention on the out-of-control pandemic ravaging her country rather than a can of beans. <laughs> and that's it from the Meme Stock Exchange for now. Back to you in the studio. Thank you very much, that boy, Gregory. Uh, can you go a bit deeper into this? Uh, why beans? Well, it seems the CEO of Goya had a visit to the White House in which he praised Donald Trump and his presidency. Uh, people who weren't fans of the president uh, took that as a reason to boycott the bean company. And now, as he does with most of his allies, uh, Trump is backing the Goya horse and posing with beans. <laughs> However, the US government ethics laws do state that executive branch employees may not use their government positions to suggest that any part of the executive branch endorses an organisation, product, service or person. So it does seem that uh, Donald Trump and the family could be in some hot beans. Thank you very much, that boy Gregory. And now, on to all day breakfast. Might I suggest some beans? <laughs> I smell toast. Now, Alex Dyson, our next guest, uh, have just dropped a brand new single out. It is called Biting My Tongue. It is available now, but you are certainly no stranger to their work. Yeah, it keeps going, Matt. Yes. <laughs> One of Australia's most iconic pop groups. Um, incredible. Like back-to-back bangers for the last, what, is it 15 years now? They've been uh, they've been part of the uh, Australian, or well, in the world, global music scene. Um, it is the Veronicas, and right now we have one half of the Veronicas on the line chatting to Hi, Lisa right now. I'm, I oh. waved my magic wand and I manifested a Jesse Veronica for you guys. Oh, oh wow. hey, Lisa hey. and Jess, the Veronicas. Hello, how's it going? 
Good. I couldn't miss that amazing intro. Oh, my God. She couldn't allow me to have all the airtime, guys. You know what I mean? She <laughs> heard that. How, how is this happening? Because, Lisa, we've got you on video here. You're walking the dog out in the streets uh, of the Sunshine States, uh, but <laughs> I can't see you, Jess. Where have you come from? <laughs> I'm here in Brizzy as well, actually. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Hi. Oh, there we go. Okay, oh. great. So... Jess is uh, you're in the car now, pulled over. I can. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> I am. I'm it, pulled over on the side of the street. <laughs> all right, great. I'm always suspicious of people who are just sitting in the car when I walk past them on the side of the road. But uh, if you do happen to see uh, Jess from the Veronicas, then know that she's talking to us. Um, it's so exciting to chat with you both. Um, you, this is uh, really exciting to release a new single as well. It seems almost while to consider it but you guys seem to get be getting bigger and bigger still by the day after 15 years how's uh how's it how's the response to the new single been for you jess bigger but not any taller babe is the tea <laughs> um yeah the 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 single's been amazing we're just so happy everyone's loving the, the track and you know, we've got this new album, Human, coming out at the end of the year as well. And it, it just feels so good to, to have new music out again. Yeah, well, it's called Biting My Tongue. If you haven't heard it, here's a little taste. Can't live without you. It's a real bop about biting my tongue. Are you good tongue biters or do you need practice at tongue biting? What what are we what are we feeling here? You... I think I'm a better tongue biter than Jesse. Jesse tends to kind of just, you know, blurt it all out, um, much to my dismay sometimes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Completely you know, that's why she has me as a twin. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh Lisa, I read that you this song started with you, is that right? <laughs> Oh, hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've been recognised. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> or you're, you're parked in the way and uh, people try to get you to move I, at the traffic yeah. light. Well. That was yeah. me, you guys. I just drove past her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so how did this song start? Was it? Was uh, Did it start on your side, Lisa? It, it actually did, yeah. I, um, I went into the studio much. It was sort of a bit of a... I don't know, it was a little bit of a strange time in my life and I really just needed to turn to music as as we do. And um, this one got started and, and this one's really just about the anticipation of, you know, needing to tell someone how you feel about them. And, um, yeah, it's basically a confession of undying love. And it's that simple, really. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so you got the opportunity to debut the song on uh, The Voice, which was you know, incredible yeah. moment. Uh, and a lot of the fans were big, big, big fans of you guys uh, suggesting that, you know, you could be possible replacements. Can we get a scoop on that? Is there anything uh, you want to <laughs> share about that, Jess? Can we, is that the tea? Come on. <laughs> oh, I mean, we would love that. We, um, we had the greatest time on The Voice and it's a beautiful position to be a mentor. You know, when you're in the industry, as long as we've been in the industry, um, you know, there's so much value that you can offer to up-and-coming artists and so you know i mean we would be honored to be on the show for next year okay speaking of uh you know mentoring and being able to give advice what would you give your younger selves you know the the duo that emerged in 2004 2005 like what would you tell them i think i would just say you know everything you're fighting for as far as your authentic selves and um, really staying true to who you are as artists is always going to pay off. Like 
so many people have an opinion on, on who you should be and how you should do it. And uh, we've always really, really valued. Yeah. It's been important to be able to hold that authenticity and take risks. And it's every time we've taken a risk, that's how we've been defined by our fans and valued. Everybody will have an opinion and, and a big part of those opinions mean people might not like you. They might not like your songs. They might not like how you look. So yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to really love what you do and, and be confident within yourself and what you're doing and the characters that you create, because, you know, I think Lisa and I early on, we created you know, essentially alter egos, even just to be able to get on stage and do what we do, because we are a little bit more introverted, you know, off stage, but on stage, we're very extroverted and we make a lot of creative extroverted decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, And people want to know about, you know, they want to know the vulnerable side to you. They want to know who or what you wrote about (laughs) and you have to sort of be willing to, to balance, engage what you are comfortable sharing and, and what you're not. And it's always better to do that and be true to who you are than, than try to fake anything or be perfect because it's actually just an impossible thing. Yeah, I, it reminds me of a question that I got asked on a podcast recently, which is, what is a, the biggest misconception about you? And I think I answered like, oh, I think people might think I like raving more than I, <laughs> more than I potentially <laughs> do because you do like play a certain, you know, character of yourself, which is obviously yourself, but maybe like turned up a little bit there. Is there any parts of, of really? yourself publicly? Maybe Lisa, we'll start with you. That's, uh, you think that, yeah, externally people might have a misconception about you? <laughs> um. I read recently that someone said that I, I seemed really um, unapproachable. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really intimidating. And yeah. I was like, why? But I did that. Well, you are wearing a blue bandana. That could be gang colours. Well, in blue I am. Maybe I'm it's the, the, a bit of a pirate. The, the terrifying right dog that you've got in front of you now. Totally. Uh, She's growling right now. Yeah, the sausage dog is scaring people. But uh, the biggest misconception, to be honest, I don't really know what people think of me as a misconception I think maybe what Jess sort of touched on where um that they think we're quite extroverted and sort of you know a bit a bit crazy in that way um because (laughs) that definitely is that's a an exhibitionist part of my persona definitely but it's not me 24 7 Mm. um I think we're sort of Lisa and Jess in the songwriting sessions and when you step on stage you become you know the other side of yourself it's like the light and the shadow um, yeah. yeah, we always talk about of, how it's Lisa and Jessica writing all the music and then it's the Veronicas performing the music. And you create and the, the Megas Lord on stage of the Veronicas. Yeah, yeah great. That's great. Yeah. So, so then, uh, I mean, what you guys do do on stage, though, is... It, well, it's un- unexpected. That's for sure. I saw um, that <laughs> clip about the, on the, at the Good Things Festival last year. I mean, a wall of death is not <laughs> what I... <laughs> You know, that's not what I is synonymous with the Veronica's in my mind, but I saw right. it on Instagram. You guys turned up. It was like it's it's wild. What was that moment like? How did that even happen? It's crazy. I you know, when we were asked to be on Good Things Festival, we were like, Do they realize that we're the Veronica's? Um <laughs> Who do they think that they're, they're contacting? Um, no, it was actually really cool because we have a lot of rock and roll roots. And, um, you know, I personally have been a fan of um, screamo music for a long time as well. And, you know, right girl music. And, you know, I love the early 90s, like Babes in Toyland, Hole, L7, like really powerful, strong women in music. And, um, you know, it wasn't actually that far of a stretch for us 
personally, but I think people, it was a bit of a wild card because we're considered a pop act and people don't realize how hard we can go. But early on in, our, in the Veronica's career, like we played, we had like a live band and we've gotten more electronic as the time's gone on, but we used to do straight up rock and roll shows and everything, like everything was, you know, really raw. And so it was really just going back to that part of how we can perform. And I think it just sort of surprised people because it's been so long since they've seen that from us or maybe they didn't even realize that we could go there. But I feel best on stage if I'm screaming, like proper <laughs> screaming. Like that's how I feel really good. That's so great. And I remember anyone who listened, like when your first single came out, I remember thinking about how rocky it was at the time. And I guess I hadn't seen a, you know, a female duo get up there and, and rock that hard. And it, that video clip for forever introduced me to American house parties in a way. Because I guess I was quite young. And I just remember people yeah. jumping off the roofs into the pool, you know, yeah. these wild yeah. things, of course, things that are all absolutely forbidden in the days of coronavirus as well. But can you remember, oh, the, totally. do you remember the last big sort of house party you went to? Uh, it's been years, babe. It's been years. <laughs> but, you know, we definitely went out um, with a bang with that wall of death because I thought it's got to be years till that's allowed again. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah, it sure, it sure would be. I mean, um, Jess, you were just talking about the, the earlier gigs and rocking out. Is there any gig in particular, Lisa, that you remember from your day, like, you know, Brizzy days where you're playing at Rick's late at night or anything <laughs> like that? Is there oh, my any, God, any... we used to do that. Hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used to go to Rick's and get drunk and just go <laughs> off. I remember we played this one show at this kind of little dirty rock and roll pub and then, you know, we, we used to get, uh, I don't know, a little bit um, buzzed back in the day and drink a lot more beer than we should have. And I remember Jessie decided that she was going to somersault out the front of the stage um, <laughs> and everyone's watching her on this sticky floor somersaulting and someone was like, is that one of the Veronica's? And that was when we realised... We needed to leave immediately. <laughs> Can you still do somersaults, Jess? Yeah, hell yeah, babe. <laughs> Even better when I'm drunk, truly. Like I'll do 10 in a row. <laughs> the best thing about that was is that was back in the day when iPhones weren't even really a thing. So nobody has any of our the most incriminating times on camera, thank God. You just missed that boat. That was very lucky. Yeah. You think that we steal headlines now, I guarantee you that is nothing <laughs> compared to what we used to get up to. Oh, fantastic. Sure. Well, you certainly released a great one with Biting My Tongue as well and look forward to Human, which is coming out later in the year. Keep your ears peeled for that. And uh, Jess and Lisa, the Veronica's, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you guys so much. much. Lisa Angels. is getting thank wild you. over there. Oh, no, where, where are you, Lisa? Are you in an airport? <laughs> the sunnies are on. The say. dog is getting warm. I can't say. I'm sorry. It's a All secret. Right. We'll let you go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you, loves. Really appreciate your time. You're the best. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yes, thank you very much to the Veronicas and thanks to you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you to Fat Man Scoop as well for providing us with this piece of gold. Twinkle, twinkle, little star How I wonder what you are Up above the world so high Like a diamond in the sky Oh! <laughs> All it needs is a Brooklyn Glad! I, I don't think people realise you you really wanted that. You were gunning for that. From, oh, man. Like the moment it happened and you were like, if we can get Fat Man Scoop, it'll be amazing. Yeah. And we got him. But Fat Man is 
done us an absolute solid. Lovely man. So uh, thanks to Fat Man Scoop for helping us out today. Uh, congratulations to everyone in the emoji quiz uh, for getting through it. And uh, we're going to be back with you next week. Keep an ear out because over the weekend we do drop a long lunch and a midnight snack. A good hefty chat with an artist and also a little uh, tiny morsel for those of you feeling in the mood. Ursula Carlson's their midnight snack and DMAs are going to be having a big old chinwag with us about their new album which is which is really great that was such good dudes absolute delight chatting to them i've had their songs stuck in my head all week can't wait to get home right now and play it hey thanks so much for joining us don't forget if you've got anything that relates to the show that you've heard today get in touch with us anytime any place at matt.n.alex on instagram have a ripper weekend we'll catch you soon bye all the links are at mattandalex.com.au